0: Most financial advisor podcasts I've found, while they mean well, don't seem to have had the same experience with money that you and I have. A lot of the introductions include things like, Well, my parents paid for my college, so I didn't have student loans. Well, my first job out of college only paid me fifty-five thousand a year. And in general, the people out there giving great advice got great advice early. They avoided a lot of the pitfalls of adult life. You and I, though, we've made our mistakes. We've suffered our sleepless nights. We've sacrificed the life we thought we would have for the life we spend our days just maintaining. I know these financial gurus mean well, and I love them for wanting to help young adults avoid needless pain. But when they tell their stories meant to inspire us, it can be pretty demoralizing if you've already made these mistakes or maybe it wasn't mistakes maybe your chosen profession didn't pay you $55,000 right out of college maybe it didn't pay you 35 or 25 maybe it took you 15 years of your career to reach 55 and just maybe that's right up there near the top end maybe you had to pay your dues which by the way is a phrase used by people making a livable wage to turn your passion against you maybe you didn't get a bonus maybe you don't get an annual cost of living adjustment or maybe you used to but your COLA was taken away because of the pandemic, and maybe you worry it'll never come back. Maybe your corporation made record profits last year on the backs of those denied a simple cost of living raise. Well, it may be too late for me to enter the FIRE movement. Financial independents retire early. Those folks invariably made six figures out of college, but began sacrificing even earlier than that. Don't get me wrong, those people should be listened to. Anyone living on their own terms, on their own time, in the prime of their life, deserves our respect. The knowledge they provide is deeper than anything I'm capable of explaining to you, and while it's too late for me, it may be possible for you. It's certainly still possible for our kids, if you have them. You must be worried for their futures. I remember premium pay, annual raises, Christmas bonuses, Christmas parties. These windfalls are being eliminated from more and more industries, they're going the way of a pension, which, by the way, I've never had. My most grim vision of the future eliminates health care and, over time, putting us all into an independent contractor status. Our kids may need a master's degree just to be competitive in their industry. That degree costs on average 30000 30 to $120,000 in America. Now, I know people with master's degrees and a student loan payment higher than their rent. I know people who cry themselves to sleep over the debt uh, because, in their industry, it didn't increase their value as an employee. I know people who regret getting into an Ivy League school because they'll be paying for it into their 50s. So this podcast is meant to be for us. I started my career making $19,000 a year. I worked for over a decade to crack that $50,000 barrier. I worked, and I borrowed, and I paid back student loans. Nothing is crazy as they are today. I made credit card mistakes, I married a bad partner, one who not only didn't help but actively hurt me financially, one who stole from me while I slept, one who held me hostage by exploiting my depression and my complete love for my son. For a long time, I'd given up on ever retiring. I thought I'd work until I die and that that death would be a relief. (laughs) It wasn't until six years ago that I made the decision to take my life back, to buy my time back. I stopped running from my problems and I sought help, and the craziest thing happened. I found it. I remember I was driving in Thornton, Colorado, where I lived at the time, in a cramped apartment above chain smokers and beside other chain smokers. The neighbors across the hall were an elderly couple, a retired postal worker whose wife was so ill she couldn't get down the stairs of this two-story apartment on her own. She only left for doctor's appointments, and getting her to the car was almost more than her poor husband could handle. It bothered me that people that had worked their whole life would end up in this situation, and it bothered me that I was facing the same future. Anyway, I was driving, listening to whatever I was listening to, and I heard a commercial for one of those credit repair places. I decided in that moment to act. I pulled my car over to the side of the road and I called the number from the commercial. I had repeated the number to myself over and over until I could punch them into the phone. A man in Utah answered and I said to him, I just heard your commercial and I want to know exactly how screwed I am. I told him everything, credit debt, medical debt, foreclosure, everything I was hiding from literally everyone in my life. And I asked him again, how screwed am I? And he said, quote, honestly, not that screwed. What followed was a credit counselor answering those dreaded unknown numbers And a 200 point boost in my credit score and five months later i was closing on my second house this time one i could afford on my own my head was spinning with how fast things were getting back on track simply because i asked for help i think it was mr rogers that said always look for the helpers he was right they're out there and i want to be one of them so if you think you and i have a thing or two in common then tell me because i have a feeling there are way more of us than we know we're taught to be ashamed of our mistakes we're taught that we shouldn't need each other, but we do. Bootstrapping is the exception. It's not the rule. It's also a completely bullshit idea. Humans are social, and in America, we're taught that if we can't succeed on our own, it's a character flaw. But it's not a character flaw. That's a lie. We need our family, our friends, our community to lift us up when we fall. Most of my friends either have financial concerns or they did it until too recently. And we're all in our early 40s. This is a problem that we share. And sadly, it's one that they resist talking about. It should bind us together, not embarrass us into darkness. We can get mad at schools for not teaching us to be responsible, or we can blame our parents for that. It doesn't really matter now. What does matter is that it's not too late for us to buy back our time. There is no judgment here. There's, no just, there's just healing. Together, we'll figure this out, and together, we'll buy back our time. I'm not a financial expert, but that may be a good thing. This podcast isn't meant to replace the sound advice of knowledgeable people. God knows it got me through hell. This is just a place to gain hope. Advice from a guy who's been there. Someone like you who came up through the public school system and therefore could barely balance a checkbook. A guy who's been there uh, where you are and knows exactly how scary it is. But together, we can all be helpers. So if anything I've said sounds familiar, please reach out. Let's build a community of support. I'm at buyingtimepodcast at gmail.com or buyingtimepodcast on Facebook and Instagram.